Bismillah alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala And to begin another episode of Infinite Light Podcast to keep you lit, educated and alhamdulillah bring you closer to your Lord by the by inshallah inshallah by the will of Allah and we're going to keep pumping it out we're going to keep pumping it out, right? Brother Jabir. Jabir is here again. InshaAllah. He just cannot have enough. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Back again. Back again. We're going to push it out. We're going to keep it going until it's just like... Practicing this easy Islam. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Religion of Allah. Exactly. Made, Perfected. Made easy. Rewards infinite. Allahu Akbar. Yeah. I have not yet... Of course, it's not comparable, but there isn't any rewarding system that you can think of that could compare to the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the reward that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to the Muslims for these little actions that we do. I like that. I like that. The rewarding system, the, the reward system, whether it's casino, whether it's video games, whether it's this, whether it's uh, what it's the stimulus package that's getting, that everyone's going to get rewarded. By any... For, by any standard, you know, our uh, by any human being standard, it's just it's unrealistic. This is like a trillion dollar, though. It's, it's unrealistic. It's, it's not even you can't put a value. It's unrealistic. Uh-huh. It's uh, I don't even want to say this, but it's like it's one of those is too good to be true kind of thing. Subhanallah. Yeah. We have a merciful. You cannot. Reward. You cannot even believe the the reward that you get in return Lord. for your little action. Merciful Lord, rich gives without measures. Most generous. Remember. The most generous. Kareem, yeah. His his treasures can, don't deplete. Can anyone give more than the most generous? No, no. You cannot. So. Done. Done deal. Alhamdulillah, Akhi. Um, we were talking about. Um, we were talking about a lot of things. Alhamdulillah, and we were talking about the steps and the acts of worship that bring us closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. How to perfect them? We know it's the salah, and there's prerequisites. There's things that we should get done. But the way you were explaining it last podcast didn't even sound like a step. It was like this beautiful act of worship in its own, with its own amazing reward, with its own virtues. Of course. You hit me no, with wudu. a couple of hadith and a couple of virtues, but I want more. You want we're more? Specifically about wudu. So okay. before we move on to the giant, the great act of worship of salah, I want you to tell me a little bit about this wudu. Your last week, you were hitting me with a lot of things. I want more authentic narrations, authentic sayings, and authentic virtues that came from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and Allah subhanahu wa taala from His Quran, because those are the main fountains, right? Correct. Others, but Alhamdulillah, hit me. Correct. Yes, Alhamdulillah. Last week we covered uh, probably with two two of the virtues of wudu or the benefits of wudu or uh, the reward of having the wudu. Yeah, let them. So, I, I challenge them to go back and check it. So why don't you? Keep, I want you to pump another one out. So you yep. So uh, a third one, of course, uh, um, part of uh, the reward of the wudu or the benefits that you get from the wudu is that uh, a lot of people already have heard of this hadith. If we have not, it's the hadith that the Prophet ﷺ was speaking with uh, with Bilal radiallahu anhu. 
Bilal, okay. Bilal, this is the Mu'addin of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One of the best. Yes. He's a uh, place in, uh, in our religion. It's, you know, alhamdulillah, all of us, we wish to be like the Sahaba. So he witnessed the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was a companion of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was one of the most favored ones uh, to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He endured a lot. He endured a lot. And Allah was to pleased keep, with him. To keep his tawheed. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. Allah all, the sahab, all the sahabas. All the sahaba, Allah said in the Quran, he's pleased with them. Mm-hmm. As they were pleased with him as their as uh, their Lord. And we recite this Quran that Allah says that he's pleased with them for the till the day of judgment. Correct. Imagine yeah. you're, you're in the Quran. Allah says, I am pleased. Yeah. And you, you guaranteed paradise. That's exactly Allah. what their thing is. The difference between us and them. They're guaranteed. It's you already know. Subhanallah. While you're alive, you know, you're not waiting until you die and then you get judged and then you find out if you're going to make it or not. This is. And he was among the 10 that were promised? Yes, you were like right there. You live in those uh, times and Allah reveals the Quran that says that you're being pleased with. But how did they live their life? Were they like, yeah, you know what? I'm already promised. Oh. Chilling, chilling, chilling. No, I didn't know. Chilling. They never chilled, you know. And the example is the Prophet ﷺ. He's their example. Yep. So this and if you remember, there was, uh, you know, in the halaqa last night, or was it last uh, Friday? Yeah, yeah. This of the, uh, yeah, the halaqa with the Sheikh. Remember when uh, they were telling, some of the people were telling the Prophet ﷺ, your sins are forgiven already. Your past, your future sins, you already guaranteed Jannah, you're the Prophet of Allah. You're not going to be punished. Why are you bothering yourself, you know, praying night, standing up all night? Because he used to stand in oh, prayers nice. until nice. he's, he used to stand up in prayers until his legs were swell up mm-hmm. from standing, mm-hmm. you know? So, and throughout the day he's working, right? He's leading the whole nation. Mm-hmm. So they were telling him, you know, you're, you're, all your sins are forgiven. Why bother? Why are you working so hard? And his response was, subhanAllah, he said, should I not be a grateful servant? At least my Lord has bestowed upon me this gift of entering paradise. The least I can do, at least I be grateful for that, uh, for that nirma, you know, for that blessing. And the same thing with the Sahaba. Just because they were guaranteed Jannah, that Allah was pleased with them, they didn't say they just chill and relax and hang out and not doing anything for their uh, akhirah. They were striving like as if they're not guaranteed anything. They're working, working, working. Has it ever, happened in, the, has it ever happened in the history of creation? Creation that was promised high station, uh, promised Jannah, and he did perfect, right? Uh, he was um, chosen by Allah, but he, maybe he was chilling too much. Could we say like, can a person like that ever get misguided or get... Uh, well, well, the the iman is is always, uh, you know, you have in the, those stations, you're up and down. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala um, is also um, the Prophet said that the heart of the uh, of uh, of the human is between two fingers of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. He can turn them however he wishes, however he pleases. So today you're full of iman. Tomorrow you could be. Uh, denying uh, one of the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or you can turn away from Islam altogether. So it happens. And for that reason, the Prophet he always used to make the dua that says, Ya al Oh Allah, the one who turns hearts 
uh, over or turns them away, please, O oh Allah, make my heart firm upon your path. Even the Prophet used to make that dua. He used to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep him firm. So we don't have guarantees. That will be our dua of the day, inshallah. Say that oh, one more time. That will be perfect, inshallah. Allahumma. Ya muqallib al-qulub wal-absar. Oh ya Allah. Ya muqallib al-qulub wal-absar. Thabbit qalbi ala deenak. Make my heart firm on your path, on your religion. Every yeah. one of these dua, they just... Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, alhamdulillah. Wow. You know it's from the Prophet. Oh, yes. Even if you didn't tell so, me, like, man. It's, it just makes sense as part of this life, right? Perfected. It fits. Not yes, only is the religion perfected, the Prophet was perfected on purpose. Alhamdulillah. The statement's everything. Okay, go ahead, inshallah. Tell me the virtue. So the, 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 story, the story with the Bilal, the Prophet, وسلم, came and asked Bilal. He said, oh, Bilal, I want you to tell me something that you do. There's something special about you. Because... Every time, he says, when I was in Jannah or when I visited Jannah, I could hear your footsteps. Or whenever I like uh, dream about Jannah, I could hear your footsteps in there. Subhanallah. He said, what, you, what gives you that you know, status? So how oh come you're in Jannah already and I, I know it's you? So, so just think about it. Even the Prophet knows the footsteps of Bilal. Wow. You see, when you have someone who just walking in and you don't see them, but you can hear their footsteps, you know who the person is. That's how much he was close. That's how the companions, they knew so much about each other, subhanAllah. So he told them, you know, what's so special about you? I want to know too. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Bilal is like, you know, and I know Prophet Sallallahu he said, you know, the only thing I could think about is just, there's this one action that I do whenever I make wudu. It doesn't matter. It's during the day, during the night, you know, whatever, midday. I always follow that by two rak'ah. That's it. What? He makes wudu. Mm-hmm. He prays two rak'ah, just voluntarily prayers. It's not a time of a prayer. Just as long as he made wudu, because when he finishes the wudu, he feels that, you know, status uh, of uh, purity. Mm-hmm. Just want to stand in front of Allah. Because he feels like so like humbled and pure. Want to stand and offer two rak'ah in gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's it. That's all he does. Wow. But he was consistent. And that's one Allah other Allah. thing that we need to think about. Consistency. Because consistency, the reward uh, in Islam is huge. So small For being consistent, consistent. Never look down upon any action. It doesn't matter how small, you know, whatever, how people look in uh, at it. As long as you're, we're talking about action of good, of course. Yeah. As long as you're consistent on doing that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that. Every morning I make my mom tea. Oh, man. That's Keep a it up. thing. Keep it up. Is that, that's one thing, huh? Keep it up. That's birrul walidain. That's being, you know, uh, righteous or being uh, obedient to your parents. Every Keep th- it up. Anything good you do, don't ever look down upon it. Every time I'm, I'm about to pray, I put on a little perfume to smell good. Oh, man. Is that, is that yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. you being a Muslim, my friend. Okay, okay. A Muslim uh, smells so good. Little things. And when you come into the masjid, you want to smell your best. When you're about to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you always want to look your best and smell your best. So you, you have a meeting, right? You have a meeting with who, man? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're a teenager and you know, you're know you trying to impress this girl. You know, you're going to go out and uh, be out in public somewhere and she's going to see you. Mm-hmm. You want her to see you in a, you know, in like, you know, dirty clothing or, or stinking or something or your hair is not made up or something. You always want to look cool, right? Yeah, you want to look yeah. good. Even though, you know, we don't interact with the opposite gender like that, but we, 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 we want to look, 
but we're always looking presentable. Let's say non non Muslims. Let's say non Muslims. The non Muslims, what do they do? Or impress a girl, right? But we. Or are you going out on a date with a girl? Non Muslim, right? Okay. What about this? A Muslim, he wants to uh, always be clean and fresh, and hoping that maybe one of these days, you know, some. Special one might some, take a look some, at him. Some other clean and fresh sister will sister. be looking at him. Yeah, of course, halal maybe. You know, halal way, you know, who knows what happens, you know? But Alhamdulillah. He, he's always on top of his game for his Lord anyway, but it just so happens. It could be one uh, that also captures somebody's attention. Who knows? I don't know. Allahu That's not the main reason. Though. You gotta be fresh and clean, you know? It's for Allah, man. It's for Allah, Everything first for Allah. Allah. So Bilal radiallahu anhu here, whenever he does that wudu, he always followed with two rak'ah. So yeah. that's the only action that he always does. Yeah. And imagine this action itself is the action that is actually admit yeah. him to Jannah or made him one of the people of Jannah. Because the Prophet always used to hear his footsteps there. That means he's already one of the dwellers of Jannah. Subhanahu. And you imagine the last uh, episode we said when you make wudu, you perfect it. Allah will open the eight uh, gates of uh, Jannah for you. Yes, you do. Let you pick whatever door you want to come powerful. through. And then you just hit yeah. it with this amazing one again. Yeah, now okay. you're... You know, I'll another give you time for Give me one more. Give me one more. Give me one more. There is more than one more. There's one more? Yeah. All right, let's see. Let's sit tight. We're going we're gonna to cruise through them quickly uh -huh. just so that we benefit as much as we can. Okay. So, okay. Another you, one. Let you just pump it up. Right? Another one. The wudu is a way for you um, to be elevated in status. Mm -hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will um, erase your sins. And it's a, it's a two-way two, uh, you know, system. It, it drops some of your sins down and it elevates you up. Mm -hmm. So your sins will go down and your rank will go up with the same action. Can you imagine? Same action, it does two things. Mm -hmm. So the Prophet ﷺ had a hadith also here that was narrated by Abu Hurairah anhu. And the Prophet ﷺ was asking a question to the Sahaba, say, should I tell you about something that with it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will erase your sins and, and uh, you know, increase your ranks? And of course, you know, you see the answer is automatically yes. So But even the way the way he asked, you know, it's just like intriguing. It's intriguing, it's like... Mm -hmm. Do you want to know about something that Allah will forgive your sins and it will increase your ranks? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Prophet ﷺ, just tell us. And he said, Isbaghul wudu, meaning perfecting the wudu. Subhanallah. Isbaghul wudu ala al makarih. You know, you're perfecting your wudu in the most difficult times. Okay. You know those times? Have so you been cold. through winter before? Oh, man. When it's like cold water, sometimes you don't have hot water. Oof. Sometimes you have to go out to the masjid or to the salah when it's like, cold and it's snowy and it's raining and any difficulty that you... And fresh wudu makes it even worse because the water is on your skin. But imagine you're yeah. living, alhamdulillah, in a nice uh, place where you have hot water. There yeah. are places in the world where they don't have, there's no such thing as hot water. They only have one type of water. In the winter is cold. It's water. It's not heated. And in the winter is cold and in the summer is hot. It adapts to the weather. <laughs> exactly. It's just like that. So for those people... Imagine that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them this such a reward. You work hard, you do the best you can in those difficult times. And the Prophet this hadith is a little bit longer. It's not just about the wudu. It also covers something that we discussed at the beginning of those uh, episodes. So, it says when you're perfecting the wudu on the most difficult 
times or circumstances mm-hmm. and the you know increase steps to the masajid the more you go to the masajid kathratul khuta like the more you go to the masajid mm-hmm. and the waiting between each salah to the next salah Allah. imagine you pray duhr and you're so anxious you're just waiting for asr to meet with Allah again you're just waiting you know what i'm saying you're in the state of wudu but you're waiting this is what uh, and the process and them said Allah. this is what you need to hang on to these things i just want to take a moment jabba you just the way you just put that was so beautiful this is what lit at the masjid is all about because when people say lit nowadays what it means is it means uh being on the most uh the most exciting drug being on doing fahisha being in a place where it's there is uh there's an energy of of sin it's literally it's like you're being lit with sin basically mm-hmm. and then but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perfected every part of our deen just so that you can live the most litest life if you, you can say Uh, if we can say and it, it's it's all about being lit with iman being connected to this these acts of worship that Allah already perfected it's like it's already perfected there's so much reward everything is ready just hang on to them wudu perfected hang on to it everything is ready it's easy it's um, the education is there um the reward everything just hang on to it and you will find that subhanallah just one just making wudu to these people to the sahabas if you can say in terms it's like what a person longs to the feeling that a person longs to get by doing all these fahisha by going to all these parties let's say going to how many how many how many uh, events that a person plans for himself for, for himself in a week you know when before these times when everyone's on a lockdown um who knows people are still doing it in their homes but the sahabas and the people not just sahabas people even people that are living now that are hanging on to their deen the iman boost that they get just the 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 ecstasy the ecstasy that they get just by performing and hanging on to these acts of worship is unimaginable it's it'll never get close to end it only increases them in happiness they don't have to think about the consequences they don't have to think about how they disrespected their parents they don't have to think about how they're disrespecting their body they don't have to dis- uh, think about how they're disrespecting their time they don't have to think about how it's like subhanallah it only goes up it's only increases you yep it only increases you it never decreases you perfecting your wudu never decreases you perfecting your salah never decreases waiting between the time of two prayers that's the lights you were mentioning in the first episode right that's the light between each salahs you sit and mashallah you just waiting listen to the adhan you're talking to the up to your the uncle next to you reading reading quran, reading quran using whatever time that you can use to uh, increase your uh, ibadah um, or get more rewards he's like how how does that make you less of a man or a woman it's never going to make you only less. increases you Allah only gives you light that other people will be forced to love you because this light will transcend and even shine on your face it will show on your face the happiness people are like man i can't help but but i love this person i love this person i hang i love hanging out with him why it's the nur it's the light that 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 radiates from you after you've 
you've been hanging on to uh, your worship and your deen. Yeah, so the the benefits, like I said, you know, just go into the masjid, um, perfecting your wudu, it's, it elevates uh, your status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it also uh, erases some of your sins. And another hadith that's also similar to this or has the same benefits is the hadith of Prophet also narrated by Abu Huraira. And that says, whoever uh, purify themselves in their homes, meaning makes wudu at their home, Mm-hmm. and then goes to one of the houses of Allah, one of the masajids, to perform an obligatory prayer. You know, one of those prayers, those five daily prayers, yeah. every single step that he takes from his home until he goes to the masjid, perform that action, mm-hmm. and on the way back to home. Mm-hmm. It's not like only you get rewarded for going, and then on your way back, it's just you're not getting reward. No, on your way back, you get the same reward. So every step, it eliminates one sin and it gives you one hasana. It eliminates one sin and it raises you up one one uh, daraja or one step. So it's like a two system, right? So the, one takes a sin out, the other lifts you up. Every yeah. step. It's like, Imagine how many steps you make. Oh, now I was going to say, hey man, I don't walk to the masjid. I go into my, you know, in my car, in my car and my ride and I just 55 miles per hour. So, I mean, not to compare it to the steps, but imagine like the, you know, the rotation of your tires or whatever, you know, some people use this kind of example for analogy Uh to give you that, um, you know, similar meaning that, you know, every turn of your tire until you make it or whatever, it comes like a step, but whatever it is, you know, Allah knows, you know, Allah knows whatever, you know, the, the distance you take, uh, how he reward you for it, but just just so, so, so that you know. Mm. Imagine whatever sins you committed. You make wudu, you head to the masjid, they're just falling off one by one. Why? Yeah, the sins because Allah says it's gonna, you know, it's gonna take, it's actually, the hotel is like it's gonna come down, it's gonna fall off. It's just gonna drop. Your, it's just gonna drop. As, I'm walking As you go, the sins are just dropping. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and so then I'm, by so everyone that drops, your, your, your level is going up, going up closer to Allah. So your sins are dropping and you are elevating. You're just going higher and higher in the, in the ranks of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's another one that complement the hadith before, which we mentioned that uh, when you are uh, you know, in a masjid and um, you're waiting between the two, or you have perfected the wudu, then you're, you're waiting between to do salah. It also um, reduces your sins or uh, erases your sins, and Allah will also uh, increase your ranks. So these two hadiths prove the same the same point. So was another hadith which I don't have in front of me was also like the way you make the wudu. Mm-hmm. The example of the water falling off of your body is like your sins are falling off too. Like when you're making wudu, you're washing your face and all these drop hand, all yeah. these droplets of water coming yeah. down, mm-hmm. they're symbolic just like a sin are coming off of your body. So this when you're washing your face, this is sahih. All the sins. I don't have the hadith on, on me, but I've heard this hadith. Maybe we can uh, verify it next time. That sounds. But that all sounds of these uh, parts of your body mm-hmm. that you're washing, like say your hands are washing, mm-hmm. you're washing your hands. All the water that drips from your hands, mm-hmm. it Can eliminates or takes any sins that you have committed with your hands. Yeah, but your I... face, anything with your eyes that you saw, your ears, anything that you heard. No. You know what I mean. 
it's uh, so my lord knows like uh, knows me knows I, I, all the sins you committed by any form man, yeah, yeah. See so many you seen things with your eyes like youtube you go and make wudu listen to quran yeah i, I know but things. this ad comes and takes you this way or that way or you sometimes some you know things. i'm so weak and i i'm talking to this person and that person and i have this person on my social media and the way they have their profile and So many things, right? It's not even just that. Yep. There's so many, the things so that I hear my friends talk about. And imagine talk for every uh, for every action that you have committed by any of your limbs, right? My your legs. eyes, your your ears, your your legs that take you to a place where you shouldn't be. Trap house. The wudu itself is cleansing you from those sins that you committed. Just imagine. Mm-hmm. That's another one, but I don't have the hadith to uh, to back that one up. I have even you have done you've done it justice to it. So. I know we're we're kind of reaching our thing, but I have few things. Let me just add those so we can uh, do justice to this wudu, you know? Because there's like so many things, right? And the thing is like, this is more than wudu. This is like worship in general is just packed like this. With yes. virtues and rewards. And- yes, now we're just tackling the wudu, right? Exactly. This is just the wudu. Yep. So here is the thing for you though. One more thing that you wanted, I know you wanted to know about, which is um, uh, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Hawd, Hawd al-Kawthir. You know? Yes, I talked about this a little bit. Yeah, you talked about it before. Okay. So imagine you making wudu. Okay. And this is a, a, a reason for you to come to uh, the Prophet ﷺ. That's your, uh, your, your way to come there. So the Prophet ﷺ said here, there's a hadith that he um, stood in front of the, I think this is Al-Baqi'ah probably, like a cemetery, where he stood up and said salam to the Muslims. that uh, have passed away, right? Okay, okay. So I can do that. So I can say... When you come to a cemetery, you say salam to your, uh, you know, fellow Muslims who passed away and you make dua for them. So he said, As-salamu alaykum dara qawmin mu'mineen wa inna inshallah bikum lahiqoon inshallah will be following you soon. He said, I wish I saw my brothers. And the sahaba, they're like, Rasulullah, are we not your brothers? He said, no, you are my companions. Okay. And my brothers are those who are going to come after you guys or after me. And I am going to be waiting for them in the Hawd. I'm the Prophet's brother? You're his brother. The Prophet ﷺ considered you his brother. Brothers in Islam. So the Prophet ﷺ said... He gave us a special title, Akhi. Yeah. He said you are the brother because he said you guys are my companion. Those guys are my brother who are going to believe in me without seeing me. They're going to be coming way after you guys. Subhanallah. So, subhanallah, so, our rank now, we always jealous the Sahaba or like the yeah, one who saw we'll the Prophet the Sahaba, Sahaba. They're too high. Yeah, they live with him. The Prophet is giving you glad tidings. He's calling you brothers. And of course, that also implies the sisters uh, also are the sister of the Prophet. If we are his brothers, the sisters are his sisters. Subhanallah. So, he said that they're not uh, here yet. They're going to be coming after me. So, The, the Sahaba will ask him, he said, how are you going to know who those people are? Okay. At least we are your companions. You live with us. You know who we are, how we look like. Those guys, how are you going to know them? He Sallallahu said, yeah, then he said that he's going to actually know us by our marks of wudu. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So this yep. wudu that I'm making actually yeah. has a special purpose on the Day of Judgment too? Of course. That's going to be your ID, my friend. It's my idea. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, man, you guys going to be man. coming. I got to raise where I'm He said, you're going to be coming on Al-Qiyamah with all these parts of the wudu sparkling with lights, my friend. 
Wow. That's how the prophet is going to know you. And he say he said, these are my brothers and I'm going to know them from those marks and from those. Uh, I have one question. Uh, do, yeah. I know that I, I wash my elbow to a certain length, but I, just, I want more of this light. Can I go too far? Is that, is go, that adding something new? No, it's not. You know, if you want to go above the elbow, go above the elbow. So that's more light for you in the day of judgment. It's okay. permissible. And one of the Sahabis also said that and uh, asked the Prophet and the Prophet encouraged him to do so. So okay. your question is in line with the Allah with that Sahabi as well. Allahu so. Akbar. So Subhanallah, like so many benefits. Just this is from Wudu. This is I, I know we're getting close, but uh, let me just add like one more thing because next Today's time we're gonna opinion. we're gonna we're gonna move on to something else. So and it's also a sign of of a believer. Just Wudu is a sign of you as a believer because the Prophet Sallam said. Um, استقيموا ولن تحصوا وعلموا أن من أفضل أعمالكم الصلاة ولا يحافظ على الوضوء إلا مؤمن. He said, you know, uh, stand up straight, and he said, know that the best of your action is the salah. So that's our next big thing. Subhan. The best of the action, أفضل أعمالكم. The best of them is the salah, and this salah cannot be done without the wudu, of course, right? Because it's a prerequisite. That's where it's connected. And he said, no one protects or take care or takes care of the wudu except a believer, no. not a Muslim, a believer, which There's is a special grade, which is another believer? step. Yep. Past the Muslim. Yeah, Muslim is is uh, one level. A believer is a level above. So yeah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls a believer. Allahumma may Allah help us keep our wudu, perfect our wudu, take care of our wudu. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised so much, promised us so much with just the fact that we actually perform wudu so to much. stand in front of him for his sake only. And and remember, this is not just for wudu. All acts of worship are lit like this. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubtu ilayk.